Hello and welcome back to Platicas with Yardamana, the show where we dive into a wide range of topics with Mujeres Poderosas. I'm your host, ATU, the UCLA historian for the 2022 to 2023 academic year, Caitlin Rivas. Happy week 10, everyone. Happy end of the quarter. I hope your fall quarter has treated you all kindly and you're exciting for the upcoming holidays. I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving break as well. Um, today's song wreck in honor of Christmas coming up is one of my favorite Christmas songs, Santa Stole My Lady by Fitz and the Tantrums. It's very cute. I found it on New Girl. Um, <laughs> I love that show. Um, but that's where I first heard it. So, yeah. Um, today we have our very own amazing Haley Ariaza and Andrea Diaz. Um, in today's episode, we're getting a crash course on all things astrology. Um, so, yeah. So, hi, Haley and Andrea. Thanks so much for joining us. Could you guys please introduce yourself a bit for our audience? You could do name, pronouns, where you're from, your age, your year, and your major. Um, hi, everyone. Um, my name is Andrea Diaz. My pronouns are she, her, ella. Um, I'm from Downey, California, which is in the, in the L.A. area. I'm 20 years old. Um, I am a third year, and my majors are psychology, sociology, and I have a minor in community engagement and social change. <laughs> yes. Um, hey, y'all. My name is Haley Ariasa. My pronouns are she, her, ella. And I'm from <laughs> Beaumont, California, which is this super small town going towards the desert. Um, if you guys ever heard of it, it's in the IE. Oh, I know. Um, and then <laughs> I'm 21 years old, going to be 22 soon. I'm majoring in psychology and sociology, just like Andrea. Um, and I'm a fourth year senior. Ooh. Yes. And to our lovely audience who may not know, um, we're, but we're all on steering. So Andrea is our community service chair and Haley is our social chair. There are two pillars. Um, well, two of our three pillars. Um, so yeah, so shout out to steering and our lovely steering members. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so today, um, today we're talking about all things astrology, pretty much. We're getting like a quick, uh, quick crash course on astrology because I know a lot of our Edmonixes love uh, hearing about zodiac <laughs> signs and stuff. So that should be like a really cute way to end the season. Um, so yeah, so we'll start with some pretty simple things. Um, we could start with, yeah, main planets and their significance. So... Um, Haley, if you want to take it away. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So if you know me, you know, I, if I met you, I probably asked you your sign. It's pretty crucial for me. <laughs> uh, pretty important <laughs> information. Uh, when I first start to get to know someone, I'm already thinking about it. I'm like, hmm. Um, and so this is just because I've been looking at, at like astrology since I was in high school, like early high school. I thought it was really interesting that there's like a whole system to explain like why you are the way you are. Um, so yeah. Let's get into the main planets and their significance. So most people are always talking about like your big three. So if you know your big three, that's going to be your sun, moon, and rising, um, which is also called ascendant. But there's actually like a what I like to call a big, like, what is it, like six or something like that? Um, and so these are like really your personal planets. Like sun, moon, and rising are three parts of it. And so basically... Your sun is going to be, like, your main sign, um, kind of just, like, the general, like, if you're born in January, like, you do, like, a Capricorn Aquarius type of thing. And so that's going to be your ego, um, your personality. A lot of people say that your sun sign is who you will eventually grow into being, um, but you're not always showing, like, signs of that sign as you grow up, but some people are more intact with that. It has a lot to do with your ego, so, you know, kind of how intact you are with that and how much you let that shine through. 
Then you have your moon, which is uh, deals with all of your emotions, your moods, and a lot of that is unconscious behavior. Um, and so when they say that when we're kids, we're really intact with our moon sign because as children, we let our emotions roam pretty free um, and we aren't taught how to regulate them. So we pretty much just act based off of our unconscious behavior. And then you have your rising or your ascendant sign, which is what everybody else sees. So that's like your public identity, your attitude, um, and just like how you present yourself to the world, right? But then you also have these three other planets, which I think are really, really important. Um, and so one of them is Mercury. That's the way that you think and that you process things and you communicate with others. And so the thing about Mercury um, is that it goes hand in hand with the sun. So for the most part, for example, if you're a Leo, you're only ever going to have a Leo Mercury or a Cancer or a Virgo Mercury. Because you can only really be like within the, the couple months of when mm. your birthday is. Because Mercury moves super fast. So if you think about it, like the sun moves, like, okay, you know, it's going into different months and stuff like that. But Mercury moves really, really quick. So you're either, your Mercury either matches your sun or it doesn't. And you can really tell the difference when somebody, like, for example, my girl Kate is a Leo. And <laughs> I just know, I just know that she has a Leo Mercury. I do. Because... <laughs> actually that's do. so interesting yes and uh, um because she's a leo and she t- speaks like a leo and so there's a lot of people who you might see you're like hey like you know they're you know f- uh, uh, aries right fire sign too mm-hmm. but they don't act like a aries they don't speak like an aries and that's usually because their mercury which is the way that they communicate with others is in something like pisces and um that was like my example because pisces and aries are literally opposites of the zodiac so if you had somebody who had like an Aries sun and they had a Pisces Mercury, they're probably going through it, man. Like oh, <laughs> they probably like want to say one thing, but they end up communicating a bunch of different things. So that's how Mercury um, works with our communication, like super strong. Mm-hmm. And the other two, which are so, so important, always need to know these, um, especially when dating, is your Venus and Mars. Um, Venus, as you know, or you maybe don't know, is the planet of love. So that is how we deal with our relationships, how we show affection, our love languages, all that like good stuff. Um, And then on the polar of that is Mars, which um, is, you know, you think of Mars, you think of like hot, think of like passion, but also anger. Um, It deals a lot with our sexuality and like our sex drives, how we act in that way. It also deals with your anger and aggression and how you deal with that. So, like, the way you fight with people, but also, like, yeah, like I said, passion with people. So, super important things to consider. Those two, I think, are really important, too. Like, when dating, um, I'm always like, okay, okay, their son, what's their Venus? Like, I need to know. (laughs) Yes. So, those are kind of some of the basics about the planets. So, when we go over them, those are the ones that we're going to be talking about. And I'll just explain a little more about, like, what they mean for yours specifically, like, what you have it in there. So, yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm like, okay, I always mixed up Mars and Mercury, remember? Like, because I have a have an app. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gotta have apps. Yeah. Um, but I remember I used to mix those up so, like, terribly. So I'm glad that you cleared that up because I was struggling. <laughs> yes. Um, 
I think this is the first time I've ever understood what Mercury really is. Um, because I know people always like mention like, oh, Mercury's in retrograde, but like I never like fully understood. Um, but yeah, thanks for explaining oh that, Haley. I feel like yes. it's like finally makes sense. Of course, I'm so glad. And also, like honestly, since everybody does talk about it, we should address Mercury retrograde. I'm like, everyone's always like, oh, the Mercury's in Gatorade again. <laughs> Not the Gatorade. Not no, Gatorade. literally. Um, so retrograde, super interesting because I learned this in my astro- astronomy class <laughs> my first year. Um, is Retrograde is literally when the planet physically starts spinning backwards on its own axis. Like, that's just what it's doing in the sky, right? Mm. But then you just think about what I just explained to you about Mercury and our communication and the way we process our thoughts. And then imagine that planet just flipping backwards in the sky. Like, (laughs) it's going through it. We're going through it. We are, are, like, that's usually when people's communication is just super kind of messed up. Like, everyone's kind of in their head and being very impulsive And that's why they always say, like, don't cut your hair during retrograde. Don't make drastic changes. Don't do anything crazy, basically, because the thoughts are likely to just don't (laughs) text your ex. That's, like, Uh the number one rule. Number one rule during retrograde is, like, just don't make a decision because nine out of ten chance that you will regret it if you just went based off your thoughts. So that's retrograde a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. Just be careful, (laughs) y'all. Good to know. I'll, I'll keep that in mind for the next one. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. I also have the question of, like, what are... Okay, because I always hear people talking about, like, your eighth house, your seventh house. I don't know if that's correct. But I always hear, like, people talk about that. So I was going to ask what... That's just a personal... I just want to know. <laughs> no, what yes. What does that mean? Okay, cool. So that's kind of the next stage besides planets are mm-hmm. houses. And so the way it's, like... Whew, like I said, there's a lot of, I haven't even said this, there's so many categories in astrology, like there's the planets, and then there's the elements, what elements those planets fall into, then there's modality, which is like whether the planet is fixed, um, cardinal, or mutable, and I can explain all those, but the houses are essentially another one of those like subcategories that get really down into the specifics of Like, the houses actually come from looking at your chart on a wheel and, like, seeing not just, like, okay, you have a, say you, like I said, you have, like, a, you know, a Venus that falls in Cancer, right? But it's it's looking at the exact degree and, like, where it falls. Because then you also will have people who have the same placements, but they still have different ways that they like present those qualities right and so that also depends on the house that they have it in so there's different houses there's 12 for kind of like how there is like 12 main planets that we have um and they all mean different things so like for example your first house is yourself and then your second house is communication i think third house is more like social Fourth house is home. Um, And so, like I said, like, they go on. I definitely recommend, if you want to learn more about your houses, uh, downloading the app Charts. So there's two main apps that I use, and it's Charts and Time Passages. I love Um, Time Passages. (laughs) Yes. Uh Um, I really wanted to talk about Time Passages because I was saying, like, if you take anything away from this, my biggest thing that I want to tell you guys 
is honestly to start tracking the moon cycles because that is what I started doing and that is like when I was like started believing in astrology because I started noticing that when the moon was in certain signs for example right now the moon is in Scorpio mm, going through it terrible <laughs> oh no <laughs> and I have Scorpio placements so literally like it was in Scorpio last night, and I had crazy dreams. I woke up in the middle of the night, super emotional. Like, and I'm I've paired up over time. Like that happens to me when the moon is in Scorpio. So, I super recommend. Like, if you really want to know, you could start just like looking at your chart on time passages, and it also is good because it tells you like paragraphs. So it tells you like in detail if you want to yeah. read it, like what everything means. But sometimes it still is just kind of like okay, like I'm not sure. But I find, like, if you start tracking when the moon is in certain signs and how you're feeling, you'll start to, like, actually notice differences. So it's cool because it tells you all that. But I also recommend charts because it doesn't have a paragraph format like Time passage Passages does. It just has more, like, little keywords. So I think it's a good starter app for people. So you can just kind of see, like, keywords, like, okay, this is what this means and, like, this is what mine means. But then if you want to get into it more in depth, then I would say get time passages. So that's my recommendation. Woo. Yes. I'm like, I love time passages. I use it <laughs> a lot to just, yeah, I have my chart there too. So I'm like, I don't, I don't know what it means. So that's why you're going to read our first. <laughs> yes. Um, I've never yeah. used. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry, dude. Yes. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I've never used either, but definitely after today's session, I'm like, I'm hella curious, so I'm going to download both and see <laughs> yeah. whatever it tells me, but yeah. It tells you, like, literally everything, like, every plant, like, you just have to know your birth time and, like, your location when you were born, like, your birthplace, um, yes. and then it'll tell you, like, literally everything, like, every sign possible. That's um, so cool. Yeah, it's really cool, and it tells you everything about that sign. It's really cool, um, but yeah, so that, that's perfect segue into Haley reading our birth chart. <laughs> so yes um, andrea and i came prepared with our birth times and our birth places and perfect so, andrea if you would like okay. to share <laughs> okay so i was born on august 3rd 2002 at two in the morning in bellflower california oh my gosh you guys wait what time in the morning two o'clock in the morning okay cool you guys were born so close to each other. Yeah. Wait, really? I was, the, I was born the day before you, Andrea. <laughs> no, I know. I know you were born the day before me, but I was like, oh, maybe like the time is the same or something. But yeah. Oh, yeah. oh no, no that's was... the time. I was an 8 a.m. baby. Oh. But we're still <laughs> like kind of birthday twins. Yeah. Me, you, and Kayla. <laughs> yes. The triplets. It's that order. Yes. That's so cute. Uh -huh. I love, love my Leos out here. Yes. Okay, Wow. This is okay. So I'm gonna say this right now. The moment I met Andrea, I knew that this this girl had Virgo placements. Like I like first, like <laughs> she did. I like, had first assumption. I was like, "Are you a Virgo?" Like I just had to know. Honestly, the Leo kind of caught me off guard. But this is definitely. Let, I'm like, let me look at it. So for reference, right now, do you want to yeah. share the screen on the Zoom call? Oh yeah, so you guys can see. Yes, yes. I want to see Andrea. So, <laughs> I'm using right now Astro Charts, which I actually really, really like because it explains it in words. And it also gives you like all the, the actual chart, which is like the circle thing. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of people just read off the circle charts, but that can get confusing. So <laughs> I just like to read off just to make sure I'm right. Okay, so our lovely Andrea is a Leo Sun, mm -hmm. Gemini Moon. 
Leo Mercury, Virgo Venus. <laughs> I'm like, I knew it. Uh, Leo Mars and a Gemini rising. So kind of crazy. Um, first thing that I want to note, just like base, like first thing I notice, a lot of Mercury energy. So what? So another factor that I have to mention is that every sign, every zodiac sign, so like Gemini, Leo, Virgo, is ruled by a planet in the sky. So some of them are a lot stronger in that sign, if that makes sense. So for example, Libra and Taurus are ruled by Venus. So when people have their Venus in Libra or Taurus, that's a really, really good thing. That means that they thrive and, you know, they're super loving and all that good stuff. Um, so Andrea has a lot of Mercury because she has a lot of Gemini and a lot of Virgo. And oh. both of those are ruled by Mercury. And this just makes sense for, I think, and, you know, this is just disclaimer of, like, what I've what I've based. Obviously, I still want to get to know both of you, like, way more in depth. But this is really just what I know. And what we know about mercurial people is they're very pensive. They're, um, you know, they're really strategic. They can plan things really well. Um, and they're, they're really, they work so well in their head, though. <laughs> like, they work really, really well in their head. But mercurial people are tend to um, be known as a little bit more quiet, a little bit more reserved, a little bit more, like, kind of to themselves. Or at least they can come off that way. And I feel like I see that a little bit in Andrea just because when I first met her, like, I didn't know she was a Leo, you know? It's kind of like, mm-hmm. but then the more that I talk to you, Sometimes you'll like say like say a little something and it, I'm like okay like the, <laughs> the the fire is popping out of her like it's super funny, um, but well, yeah I, like I, I also oh go, sorry, go sorry. on sorry go, no go ahead oh no I was just gonna say yeah I typically like at the comment that like upon first meeting me that I appear like more reserved than I seem and like you know upon getting to know me more it's like oh like you see the Leo but go on yes um and. <laughs> I was just going to say, though, I do see Leo a lot when it comes to because we are all on steering. So we do we all see each other like, you know, take charge and like be leaders and stuff like that. And so one thing that I notice is that you do have a Leo Mercury and a Leo sun. So, you know, you're true Leo. <laughs> um, and we can really see this in the way that, um, you know, when Andrea does have like an event or something that like she's leading. Like, she's a really good leader. She's taking charge. She has everything, like, ready to go. Like, she's prepared. She's delegating. Like, she's just, she's good. Like, she can lead when she needs to. But I feel like I notice the most that, like, you can definitely lead when you need to. And you can kind of, like, say what you need to when you feel it's right. But you think a lot about it first. Like, you're not the type of person. That's very true. Yeah. You're not the type of person who's just going to, like, give someone their opinion, like, Unless you really, really thought about it and thought that it was going to be the best decision possible for you to share that that thought that you're having. Because um, the thing about Mercurial people is they have a lot of thoughts, like more thoughts than anybody will ever imagine. Like you can't even know what's going on up there in this brain, but they will choose when to share with you. Like, you know, you're not going to we can't really like force those people to, to like talk. It's like they're going to share it with you when they feel like it. And yeah, that's it's kind of cool though. Like, I love that. I love the Gemini too. Very free. Okay, so Andrea has a Gemini moon and rising. So I'm like, what do we think? What do you think? In terms of Gemini moon, I don't mean. Okay, I'm just gonna say this. 
they could be a little messy with their emotions sometimes. They could be a little. True. They could be a little messy. They could be a little bit confused. Is what it is. Like you're trying to figure out how they feel, but they don't even know how they feel. <laughs> so they're just like, I'm just trying to figure it out, guys. Like I'm just vibing. Um, the way that I think about air signs, Gemini is an air sign, by the way, is literally just going with the flow, moving through the wind, like just kind of. Uh, It's also like a mutable sign. So I feel like what mutable means is that your emotions are easily influenced by others, but only in the sense of like, you can kind of match their energy. So Mm -hmm. like kind of a lot of times with a Gemini moon, you see that like reflexive quality. Like sometimes I don't know how I'm feeling because there's other energies present and I'm, I, I could mirror the energy that they're having do you ever feel that way I do feel that way yeah um okay. I guess hmm, I'm like are there any like other signs that like a Gemini moon like would not like mesh well with that like maybe it'd be like a disaster for your emotions is my question mm, the thing is is that Gemini's can go with the flow with a lot of people okay like for the most part they do flow like I can't really think about because I feel hmm sometimes sometimes you wouldn't expect a pairing to go really that good but it can just Mm -hmm. depending depending on the person so like with but there's different types of pairings and so like what I will say is like for example you could pair like a Gemini moon with like a fire moon and they might be very like like fun and like free but they might not ever get serious and they might not ever really like get substantial and get under that surface level right gotcha um but if you put them with a water moon that water might be too emotional for them it might be too intense and they might kind of like well like I don't really know what to say or like not really know what to do it might make them feel even more confused about their own feelings right because of how strong they are yeah, I guess I, like, was asking that because you said they can be easily influenced by, like, the emotions of other people, which sometimes I do see that, um, but I don't know. I feel like I'm generally more in control, like, with my emotions, but, like, yeah, I definitely have had my moments where I've been really messy. Like, to be honest, I've been really messy this past year, but... <laughs> Very real. But yes. I will say, like, that control, though, 100% is coming from that Virgo Venus. Mm-hmm. Because Virgos, on the contrary, so this is the contrary about the Gemini moon and the Virgo Venus. So Gemini is air sign, right? Moon, emotions. So they're kind of like flowing. They're kind of like, mm. but then you have your Virgo Venus. Virgo is an earth sign. So it's grounded. So it's like, there may be, there may be like something that is like very concrete like that you want or that you feel. And you know that you feel that way because of the Virgo, because it's like, yes, like this is what I want. And you'll like want to control it. But with the Gemini, it comes in and it's like, oh, but like, what about this? So what about this? And like, it kind of like makes you question yourself. Mm -hmm. So then you're not sure, like, or this is just like what I've seen for sure. But basically, like, you know, with the Earth Venus, it'll be very grounded. But with all that air, it can just it can it can lead you to be questionable. So, yeah, I definitely feel like. Um, I can like see the air sign in that I'm like very open-minded to like new perspectives and stuff but Mm. like simultaneously like I I 
like being decisive and I I like having like control over like the situations that I'm in like especially like you know like relationships and stuff like platonic mm-hmm. um romantic ones like I can definitely see like the Virgo Venus like popping out with that yes and that's your Leo too like I said you are a true Leo and we all show like different different ways like you do seem like very cool like I feel like it I feel like it would take a lot to get Andrea mad but then I see her Leo Mars here, and I'm like, ooh, but when she gets mad, she probably does pop <laughs> off low-key. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the air sign is like, she's so cool. I can never imagine her getting mad. But then you see the Leo Mars, and I'm like, ooh, okay. Like, watch out. <laughs> but, but whoever does get her mad, though, y'all be careful. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's a little bit about Andrea's chart. Um, as you can see here, it goes super in-depth. In it even tells you, like, the moon was a waning crescent when you were born. So it looked like oh, that. Wow. <laughs> Super cute. Um, says that fire is dominant. Yep, she a fire sign. You don't have any any water in you. Oh, what does that oh, mean for oh. me? <laughs> so I'm saying, like, probably when you're around water signs, it could be it could be great if you can mirror their their energy. But if you can't. They might make you feel a little awkward, <laughs> like, honestly, um, because they can be very emotional. And so it would just be like, okay, like, I don't really know what to do with that. Um, and this is another thing that I was going to mention. I really like astro charts because it just tells you straight up, like, what planets are in your houses. Um, so sometimes you kind of have to, like, read it and, like, figure it out. This is just telling you straight up, like, okay, this is where yours fall. You have a fourth house, Venus. So do I. Um, so actually, I can just tell you since I have it, when your Venus is in your fourth house, that means you value like home and you value value your family a lot. You like a lot of times like when you think about love, you also think about like what like your own family would look like and like you value people who bring you comfort. Do you think that's true? I think that's definitely true. Like I feel like I very much like value like relationships that like like platonic and like you know like my familial relationships like I just really love comfort um so I can I can totally see that like reflected and also I just want to say this is like really user-friendly looking like for someone who like knows so little about astrology I'm like oh it's just telling me it's like I know I love I highly recommend guys like the bubbles yeah yeah so I highly recommend using this website because it's really cool but yeah um definitely you know look it up if you want to you know learn more and like mm-hmm. see about that but like, unless you have any more questions i'm gonna i'm gonna do kate's now okay yeah. <laughs> I'm, ex- I'm so excited for kate's oh God. <laughs> okay i'm scared i'm scared too um it was upland california oh she in upland she's born in the ie not the valley <laughs> um and 850 850 a.m so close Oh my gosh, so close. You almost would have been a different a different rising. I know, that's what I think about too. Uh, eight. By the hour. What is it? Two? Second? Yeah, I was yes. like, second? The day remember- before Andrea. <laughs> yes. We had your birthday party after, so I was like, I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, my, another, another Leo queen, guys. Oh, we're reading Kate's chart. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, okay, so Kate is a leo sun capricorn moon prayers Um, (laughs) leo mercury cancer venus um 
Oh, Sag Mars. Yeah, Sag Mars. And a Virgo rising. So, first thing. Oh, yeah, I mean, wait. You have no air. You have no air signs, actually. Kay said, I'm not going with the flow, actually. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, wow. Okay, this is kind of... This is making sense. Kay has no air in her, so she's very just, like, very grounded, right? Let's say that. But also Leo, so also chaotic, right? Okay. <laughs> but um, first things first, we got – let's talk about the Sag Mars first because I just want to make a disclaimer really quick that basically everybody born between, I want to say – end of february beginning of march and literally like uh september of 2001 has a sag mars Mm -hmm. so if you meet people in our age group there's like a nine out of ten chance that they have a sag mars um (laughs) and and so it makes sense though because our generation is just a bunch of like i feel like we're so wild like our class specifically like we're very (laughs) wild like just very like fun and and sages are very just free and and kind of chaotic but when you think of sad you think of fun so that's why it's like i think we're it's actually really... <laughs> yes My favorite um, sage. yes and we're approaching sad season actually today is the first day of sad season guys Ooh. welcome Woo! so um it's good like i think of sad and i think of fun not very committal however um so that is Ooh. one thing to consider but also in terms of the mars um honestly honestly kate this chart is giving hot head <laughs> this chart is giving no <laughs> this chart Don't is giving say that. <laughs> she said when i get mad i get big mad like Ooh. that's what the because you have let me tell you why you have the fire signs mercury and sun so her mind and her whole personality is like fire and then when she gets mad she pops out the extra fire mm-hmm. and then she has the earth with the capricorn and virgo to be like yeah that's right that's right like it has the rationale to back it up uh-huh. so it leads to a lot of stubbornness i will say that babe but um <laughs> then, yeah. we have the, then we have uh-huh. the cancer venus was like at the end of the day, I just want to be loved. Which is so contradicting. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh-huh. No, literally. Um, and I can't. I love the Cancer Venus. I do. I love it. I see it in a lot of my friends. And it's so funny because it really is like all this fire and this like big, like strong exterior. But at the end of the day, like she's just a lover. Like she just wants to be loved. <laughs> she's a lover girl. She just wants oh to be held. <laughs> literally, Cancer is just like hold me. um but but that but the leo is is just like no like you can't see it you can't see it only certain people will ever get to see the the cancer venus like i mean if you know kate like she's a lover to everyone very sweet and stuff but like you know just in terms of like that romantic side i feel like it will take a lot to come like you got a lot a lot is guarding you. A lot of walls. Before, <laughs> no, a lot is guarding you. Um, so let's let's talk about the elephant in the room. Uh-huh. Is this Capricorn moon? Oh um, my god! Oh. And so I know you already know this, so it's not as like hard to break it to you. But for the people out there, a Capricorn moon is actually one of the 
let's just say let's just call it most unfortunate placements that you could have for a moon sign and so like how i said earlier there are some signs that thrive in certain planets um like okay if your if your moon was in cancer well cancer is ruled by the moon so you'd probably be a really emotional person but overall you'd probably have an easier time letting your emotions flow and like kind of honoring those emotions. And so all it means when a planet is not in tune with the sign is that that sign might have a hard time expressing whatever that planet means. So for the moon, which is emotions, it has Capricorn, which Capricorns, you know, the, the biases for the emotion here is that they don't let their emotions show and they don't let them show very easily. Um, it like just the the stereotype like what's wrong nothing I'm yeah. fine like but you ask them like times and they're staying strong like nope I'm good I'm good like they kind of just the stereotype is that they leave themselves to handle their emotions alone so a big thing is like if you are able to kind of let those guard down and share your emotions with others then you can thrive in a Capricorn moon because a lot of people think of Capricorns and their moons and think that they're not emotional that's not true at all like they're so emotional super in tune with their emotions they just literally have this wall that is like do not share it with others um and so as long as you can break that down then <laughs> you can really thrive with this placement thanks <laughs> yes literally um like, that's a tough call no because if you guys want like pre- okay like i don't know for people who like need like um like a Okay, I know. Okay, I don't know how to like well, like word it, but basically, like people like Pete Davidson, Frank Ocean. I know Amy Winehouse also had um their moon in Capricorn. Yeah, so I think that that says that says a lot. <laughs> it does. But I always say that when people ask me, I'm like, oh, those people have a Capricorn moon too, and they're like, oh, that's rough. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> right, like yes. uh, my girl Amy. That's a perfect example, you know. Mm-hmm. So um. And yes, oh, they have a hard time coping. So that's why we got to make sure, like, when you're when you're feeling down, um, yeah. got to have healthy coping mechanisms, you know, can't fall into addictions. They can be prone to addictions. But, like, we're not manifesting that. Um, no. So, <laughs> <laughs> no um, way. <laughs> oh, but also, let me talk about your Virgo rising. Mm-hmm. I love Virgo risings. This is such a great placement. I feel like... A Virgo rising, you can tell. And they all have, like, this same, like, they're cute but quirky. Every single time. And I mean That's that. okay. Like, no, I mean it. Like, <laughs> every single Virgo rising has, like, a little bit of, like, that, like, quirkiness. Like, haha, like, they're silly, but, like, they're also kind of, like, shy. But they're not. Like, a little awkward. Just, like, a, li- mm. like a sprinkle of awkwardness. And it just makes awesome. them stand out. Like, you know that that's a Virgo rising right there. And... It's like a perfect example of like when Kate pulls up to meetings and she's like, hey, and just waits for everybody to say hey. Like, I love it. It's so on brand for her. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and it's just super cute. Like, um, I feel like the thing about an Earth Rising is you can also tell because of the colors they wear and like the way that they always match. They always like coordinate everything. And yeah, like the liner to like the shirt, like everything. It just all all the details always match, and it's so cute. So no, I love that's it. So cute. That's like Kate's Kalimpura fit. Like everything, oh, the matching set, the eyeliner, Thank everything match. <laughs> yes, I, yes, I have to have everything matching. It, it it's gonna bug me forever if so it's not matching. It's <laughs> necessary. 
Yes. Let's see. I'm taking a look at... Ooh, this is very interesting. Okay, so Kate's planets mostly fall in the later houses. So these later houses, for example, your Venus is in your 10th house. This is... Okay, this is all connecting in the sense of... Uh, the 10th house has a lot to do with, like, your career um your like your dreams your aspirations and so it kind of is saying that your venus and like your love um kind of like your overall sense of like dreams and fulfillment could be found potentially through your career so it could mean that you're either it could actually mean that you could find love at in a workplace or like in a setting like that or it could also mean that you could just fulfill that um desire that you have like for life through your career so like kind of how I mentioned how like me and Andrea have fourth house Venuses I know for me personally my fourth house Venus is like I'm gonna fulfill a sense of dream like when I have a family and kind of how I said because the fourth house is like of home but your ten this 10 house is career so it's like yeah you could either literally find the person that you're meant to be with at work or like at some type of work setting or you could really like just take it take take your love really far through your through your work whatever you end up choosing to do so it's also I mean that's really good it's also on brand for a Leo um you know (laughs) like a Leo who thrives in in their career and like um having like a sense of purpose so it's really really good um yeah that's very true in my case because I feel like that's all I want to do with my career is help people so that's very on brand, I feel. It is on brand. <laughs> that's that's really beautiful. Um, oh, also, um, let me just double check something really quick. But your it says that your moon falls in your fifth house, and so that's actually the house of like pleasure and romance and more more of like in a creative way though so like this could explain because we mentioned that Kate has a cat moon and like traditionally that's not the best placement to have but you have it in a house where love is expressed so you probably you know you you might struggle sometimes or maybe like as a child you struggled a lot to express your emotions in a way that you want like it's kind of like you're trying to express them but it's not coming out the way you want it to so maybe mm. you felt like a lack of control oh, with so your emotions. <laughs> ah, yes, right. Uh-huh. Um, but as you get older and um, as you find creative outlets, it makes it easier for you to express your emotions. Oh, my God. She's literally our podcast leader. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> See, guys, this is why I love astrology. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm that's like, a little I've, bit more. I've been analyzed. <laughs> it's all coming together. <laughs> Oh, yeah God. and this is just so funny because yeah i've never really read your chart before so I'm, mm-hmm. I, I love knowing it oh also side note and i feel like this might be true um your fourth house though has your mars so probably the people who can get you the most angry are your family members oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's funny not um, you putting her on blast no dude and my <laughs> that's what the chart says my sister's a water sign too so we're always like bump- it's so funny we're always like bumping heads but i love her <laughs> no, i love yes. her <laughs> like you love her but man she could probably get you more mad than anybody like <laughs> so and hey that's just what the chart says y'all it's not me yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and then uh, last thing I'll say about this because I did notice. Oh, yes. So cute. Sorry. Your sun and Mercury, which are both in Leo. And mm-hmm. um, you, just like about Leos. I didn't even say this before. But they're, you know, Leos are ruled by the sun. So usually when you see a Leo, it's like they're bright and like they stand out. They're usually very social or like just have a very kind of like the way that I see them as the sun is they have this light that attracts people and whether they want it or not, like people can see them. The 11th house, which is what Kate has her son and Mercury in, is um, the house of like friendships and social life and literally all that good stuff. And um, so I think it just makes sense because you're just in touch with all that. I feel like you make friends easily. I don't know. I made (laughs) friends with you super easily, like super long ago. Um, And it just makes sense because I feel like if you know Kate, you know she puts so much like heart into like hermanas and friendships and all that good stuff so it just it's totally on brand for her like oh. she, she th- it's it's saying that you are your most yourself around your friends oh so that's really cute yeah Wait, that's so cute <laughs> i know that's why i was like oh <laughs> so yeah any questions I think I'm good. I, I was like, that's crazy. I found out a lot about myself today. It's crazy. Yes. <laughs> that's so I, nice. Was there yeah. anything that you were surprised by in either of our charts? Um, well, I kind of already knew, like, Kate's g- generic chart. Oh, I was surprised, what, to find, oh, to find the, the 11th house. I thought that that was really cute. Super on brand. Oh. And then, honestly, Andrea, I wasn't surprised. And if anything, I was happy because I was right about the Virgo placement. <laughs> no, you had said that long ago. <laughs> yeah, you were right. I could feel the Mercury. Um, so yeah, that's that's it for you know Woo! your guys's charts. Woo! Super Sorry. cute. Thank you, Haley, for uh, reading our our charts and basically analyzing <laughs> analyzing us entirely. Um, yeah. Oh. Cool. Thank you. I appreciated it. I like hearing about myself. Oh, I'm sure Andrea did too. We're both very much Leos. In yes. That case. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was so fun. In that case. Um, so yeah, but in the spirit of Christmas, we wanted to um, kind of give you guys gift ideas based on your friends' elements. So um, I don't know. Do we each want to like share an element kind of? <laughs> yes, absolutely. So uh, first thing that I wrote, because it's not, this is kind of more directed towards planet, um, but kind of how I mentioned earlier how certain signs are ruled by the planets. So anybody who is ruled by Venus, which is going to be Taurus, Libra, um, also Pisces and Leo could be added to this. Um, anything like kind of luxurious, like this is something that they could be like using for self-care, but also... Um, something that's like nice, like some nice jewelry or like um, a makeup, a perfume. These people are like, you know, Venus is the is the plant a planet of beauty and luxury. So think of think a little bougie when you think of these people. So yeah. Um, Haley here has Earth signs and Cancers. They like homey vibes, candles, blankets, home decor. Um, and I'll I'll do water signs too. But for water signs, she has journaling emotional gifts uh photo album pictures or related and then music like records 
or just anything music related. I'm assuming like artists too, right? Like anything related to their favorite artist. That makes a lot of sense because Brenda, one of my roommates, she's also uh, our past co-chair. <laughs> she's a cancer. So I think about her when I think about these gifts too. So that makes a lot of sense. Cute. And then, Andrea, yeah. do you want to take that? Yeah. 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 So for fire science, like gifts that like really like require effort and that are personalized, but like essentially like something that shows that you took the time to think about them and like what they like and what they don't like and it it just like really shows like initiative on your end to like understand them and then for air signs we have something like more experience-based like something that like lets them be themselves like um I don't know like something that like allows them to be like expressive um Haley I don't know if you want to add on to that a little bit yes so for air signs like I just think about my best friend is actually Gemini um she lives in New York right now and last summer she went pretty much everywhere across the country and stuff so I know for my birthday she took me to a spa and because she knows that she knows that I'm an earth sign and I love stuff like that but she also kind of tied something that she loves which is non-materialistic things she's not material at all like if I were to get her like a perfume or something she would probably look at me and be like okay like what is it but if if I were to be like let's get in the car and let's go camping for three days that would be like the best gift that she's ever had so um it just depends like you know know you're obviously these are generic um just based off what we know about the signs but you know your people so this is just you know kind of what could fall in their area yeah cool but yeah Yeah. those are some gift recommendations or like some gift ideas if you're struggling and you have like a water sign fire sign earth sign air sign bestie um but yeah but uh yeah so that pretty much wraps up our episode um thank you all so much for tuning into this episode with Haley and andrea where we got a crash course in t- oh sorry uh thank you all for tuning into this episode with Haley and andrea where we got a crash intro course on astrology remember to follow the podcast platicas with your hermana and our instagram at ucla underscore hau to get notified when we post a new episode any final words ladies just thank you to Kate for hosting this amazing Woo! podcast. <laughs> I'm so sad that this is the last episode for this quarter. We'll definitely be back next quarter. Yeah, um, I, I, sorry to interrupt, but I just <laughs> wanted to say, Kate, these podcasts have been so fun, and I'm so excited for the next round of podcasts to come. So watch out, y'all. Um, stay tuned for what's to come with Kate's podcast. But I'm so yeah. excited. Thank you, guys. Thank you for thank the wonderful you. quarter. Thank you. And thank you for being on my last episode. Um, but yeah, cool. Maybe you could catch yourself on the next season. Um, but other than that, I'll see you guys next quarter and have a happy new year. And yeah, good luck with finals. Love y'all. Yes. Bye. Bye.